Brixton calling. Good morning. Right, I'm off to meet Michael Smith, who's the director of the Brixton Bid. What's the Brixton Bid, you ask? Well, for people like me, <laughs> who think it's something to do with bidding on stuff, like auctions, <laughs> then I really should go along and try and find out what it's really about. Now, what I gather from their page is, it's a business improvement district, which is sort of like what the old town centre managers used to do. It's a not-for-profit collective of local businesses who have come together to help improve their immediate area. There are currently over 47 bids in London, each of whom creates, develops and funds projects that benefit local businesses and the communities. Um, it carries on, the bid board is made up of managers and owners of local business who together agree on how best to spend the funds, giving every business the power to create greater change. They also have regular meetings, workshops and events to give members uh, uh, the opportunity to access all, the, all of their uh, services. So, our Brixton bids are paying for two police officers, uh, street pastors that go out and help uh, revellers that come into Brixton and uh, then obviously feel a bit wobbly to get home, <laughs> they're there to help them. Um, they also promote Brixton as a vibrant place to live and visit. And importantly, since if you are a business person, you should check if you're eligible for rate, rate release. And he says, you know, if you don't check, no one else will. And you could actually be eligible for some rate reductions. Pay if you pay this levy. Um, it pays for free training, hot food hygiene training, health and safety, fire protection. Anyway, that's enough for me. Let's go and talk to Michael. Lovely guy. Good afternoon, Michael. Hi, hi, Dolores. So, can you introduce yourself? To I'm, me I'm Michael Smith. I'm director of the Brixton Bid. Okay. Now then, what is the Brixton Bid? Okay. Um, a, a bid is a business improvement district. Uh, I would say that most town centres in Lambeth have one. So you've got bid in Streatham, you've got bid in Brixton, Clapham, Waterloo, West Norwood. So these bids have been created. Uh, in, in many ways, they almost replace town centre managers. But what happens in a bid is that the businesses in the town centre area, they all pay, all businesses who pay a business rate to the local authority. So you pay a business rate to get services like how residents pay a uh, 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 a community charge to get services, businesses pay a business rate to get the garbage collected and things like that. So on top of the business uh, the business rate, the the um, the government introduced uh, a system a couple of years ago where businesses also pay a levy, which is about one point five percent of their business rate, one one to one point five percent of their business rate. They pay that levy in into the bid. They then form a board of directors. So the business themselves, they form a board of directors and they instruct the bid how they would like to, that money to be used. And that money is used to enhance and develop the area that the businesses are in. So in Brixton, we have about 700 businesses, six to 700 businesses, more or less, who pay a business rate. So they have a 
a rateable value with a threshold of about £8,000, and then they pay a levy to us. And what we then do, we have a board that's made up of, of people like um, uh, Morley's, McDonald's, uh, uh, Market House, O2 Cinema. They all sit on the board and they meet every six weeks, and we've got a number of theme groups, and they tell us how they want that money to, to be spent. And that money is spent doing the things that are the priorities for them. So our priorities are essentially in three areas. Uh, we set out to make Brixton brighter, cleaner, safer. So cleaner in the sense that we do with the levy, we provide some additional cleaning. So on top of what they get from the council, we provide additional cleanup for the pavements and, and after the nighttime economy. We're also going to be providing some free graffiti removal services to businesses. So that's the, the, the cleaner bit. The brighter bit is that we do, we, we, um, we get into place making a lot and we provide a number of initiatives to, to make Brixton into a destination. So people, so more people want to come into Brixton. The safer bit is, in addition to the policing that people get, we provide about 4,500 extra hours of policing. So we have two policemen, and you'll see it in the bugle, dedicated to businesses only, and all they do is respond to business. They don't respond to 99 calls, they respond to concerns raised by businesses having to do with their, with their establishment. And i give you a for example. On the weekend, um, one of my Section 92 police officers, because they're called Section 92, received a call from, and I think I can name the establishment, from an establishment on the Electric Avenue. They had a, a member of the public come in who was a bit of a nuisance both to staff and to, and to customers. They called Section 92. When they came, they took, they, they did, um, took a statement and they realised that the same person had been a nuisance to a number of other businesses in the area. So what they're going to try and do is have him banned from the area because he's a threat to keeping their customers safe, uh, safe and keeping the business productive. So that's the, that's the safe of it. We also provide, for the nighttime economy, we have street pastors who help to keep female and male customers who might have had too much to drink to keep them safe and to provide a service to them. Uh, yeah, so those are some of the things we do. We work on things on campaigns like an anti-street urination campaign. So you know, you know, what we don't want people doing is is weeing all over the streets. So we have this campaign that's running that's called Go Before You Go. And what that essentially that campaign does is tells people that, you know, if you are here and you're in a pub or club, remember to go to the pub or club before you leave so you're not caught short, so you're not going to have to wee in some corner. And that campaign is running for a whole year. So essentially those are some of the things that we do. We, we promote Brixton as a vibrant um, destination that people want to come to, to shop, to visit, you know, that residents and customers want to want to be in. So essentially that's what we do. Because essentially what, what businesses think is that the more people who come into Brixton, the more people are likely to spend money and the more they are likely to, to, to earn from that. You know, so everything that we do is about promoting Brixton as a destination. That's wonderful. In one That's breath. a wonderful roundup <laughs> of what the Brixton bid is. In one breath. Yeah, and you're amazing. That's why you're, you know, this is why you head it. <laughs> um, the go before you go. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Because I remember one Sunday morning walking just down by the side of the library and nearly got knocked out by the fumes. Yeah. And the river, literally a river of yeah. wee. Yeah. Down the gutter. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, 
we can't we've tried we've tried to provide more toilets but but toilet facilities is something that the council sh should do and they have a they have a mobile toilet a piswa at the end of electric avenue uh, but we also know that in the pubs and clubs that are here, there are enough toilets for people to use. You know, but sometimes people forget when they're coming out, especially in the winter. They forget that they should go to the pub. So what they do, they go to some famous corners, and we know where these little spots are. And that's and but the idea is that if we remind people, so we've got posters, we've got bear mats. If we remind people, we run these campaigns in the bugle. We run it all. Over. If we then people will, even if a percentage of those people. Do go to the toilet before they go, then you'll have that less numbers of people weighing on the street corner. Because it, it, it is an offence, and, and pretty soon Lambert are going to be fining people for doing that. So what we're saying is, rather than being fined, or rather being caught in an embarrassing situation, go before you go. Is that in response to the local uh, community as well, this go before you go? We've worked with the local community on that, because, I mean, for example, on... On Electric Avenue, the local residents tell us that when that mobile piss war is not up, then more people tend to to wee on the streets. You know, now we know that it's effective; it's up, and so you've got less weeing on the street because people know exactly where to go. So the, the mobile piss war will be a part of going before you go. We also got the council to put another pissoir and beehive place. What do you call it? A pissoir. It's a, it's a place that men go to. Yeah, women. okay. I, it it I, comes up and it goes down. All right. Yeah. Unfortunately, we haven't got a version for ladies, you know, but... I think the, ladies tend to go before they go a I think, bit more often than guys. So. I would think that they are a little bit more responsible, a little bit more careful about getting caught short, isn't it? Yeah, well, because, you know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> we just, you know, we, have to, we do it differently than yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but essentially, again, the, the idea is that if you have the place smelling less of urine, then people are going to feel more comfortable being here. You don't want somebody to come to Brixton and go, oh, yeah, really nice, nice shops, nice place to eat, but, oh, it smells of pay, you know. So that's what we don't want. So that's why we, we run that campaign. Now, Michael, are you a Brixtonian? Were you born or raised around here? Or I live in Lambeth. Yeah. yeah. I spend a lot of time in Brixton, but I don't live in Brixton. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you can't have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. I don't live far away. I'm about 20 minutes away. But I say Brixton is where I come and spend a lot of social time. So, now look, you know, there is change in the air and people do change, don't they? And we have, like, regeneration and people coming in. Do you have a lot of complaints from people, you know, you know, like the arches, the people having to move out of the arches, the business has been there for years. Um, sort of, how do you respond to... I, I, the thing is that you can't stop change. Change will happen. And I don't think that there's anybody in Brixton who would like to Brixton to remain as it was in 1985 and 1990 and 1995. People want things to improve. They want to see better sidewalks. They want to see better facilities. What is important for me is that when, when all of this improvement takes place, local people are not pushed out. And the Arches is a perfect example. Again, referring to the April edition of the Bugle. Some of the, shop, some of the shops and the shop owners who are there are coming back. Network Rail are saying, yes, we've got to do up these Arches, but we don't want to attract big multinational companies. We want smaller businesses. We want the ones who are there. We want them to come back and benefit from the change. If that's regeneration, I haven't got a problem with that. I have a problem with regeneration when, 
when, you know, like the South American community and the African American community who have been here for years can't then benefit from, from the improvements that are happening. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it does feel a little bit as if we've been swamped with a lot of new food businesses and, and, and I think from some of the comments that I get from talking to people, uh, people feel like these big companies are coming in and not really even employing people from Brixton. Well, I, I haven't got a problem with that. I think people are employing people from Brixton. I know, and I, yes, there are some big companies coming in, but I remember speaking to a, to a business owner and he said, who has been in Brixton for a long while, and he said, 15 years ago, you had only one place to go for lunch. No, you've got a choice of places to go for lunch. And a lot of these places are local. Then, yes, there are some, you know, yes, you have some, some chains, but a lot of these places are local places that you'll find nowhere else in London. The Nambams, the Satay Bars, the, the, um, the, um, um, places in the village. In Pop Brixton, these are all small boutique type eating places that you'll not find anywhere, and that is what is so attractive. That is what makes Brixton so, so, so unusual. You, you'll find the best curries that you can find around. You find I Japanese rest, <laughs> Japanese restaurants. You know Vietnamese restaurants, Indonesian restaurants, African restaurants. They're all here. So when people come out to eat, they've got a choice. And and the marvelous thing about Brixton. Uh, I'm not kind of not unlike some other places, but the advantage that we have in Brixton is that you come up for a night out. There's so many things that you can do. You can go to the O2. You can go to see a film. You can then eat. You can get live entertainment. It's all an offer. It's all an offer. And with things like the um, all night tube at the weekend, people then have no problem making their way back home, wherever home is. Where the home is is Hackney or, or Victoria or, or Stratum or where. It's all there. Well, let's big up Brixton because, you know, the train links and the underground links. Best links Brixton. in the world. <laughs> the Victoria line, the fastest underground line in the world. People don't know that. Fastest on the line, underground line. I didn't world. know that. Fastest. You know, you never have to run for a train on the Victoria Line because there's always another one. Coming. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. There's always trains. It's <laughs> always like, yeah, another that's one coming. Right. That one's gone, but there's yeah. another one. So of course, this has led to. Uh, now, I believe I heard a figure of twenty thousand extra people coming into Brixton at the weekend. I don't know about on the weekend, but I would say via the underground, via TFL, the annual. People come, numbers of people coming in and out of Brixton is about 30 million and, and rising each year, 30, 35 million to 35 million each year. A lot of, lot of people, but that's what helps businesses, you know, because retailers is struggling a bit, so people want to come to shop. Brixton is, Brixton is only 10 minutes from, from central London, you know, so if there are nice stores here, people will go the other way. People want to, are coming here to work more now. You know, rather than having people, everybody going into central London to work, we have new firms coming, employing more people. So what you really want is more employment. You, you get more people coming for employment. They would also have lunch. They'll also stay for dinner. So that will boost the economy. So it all it all tags on and it all links. There's a there's a kind of you know if you can conceive of it, if you get more people coming into work, it circulates. You know, then you have more people spending money, you have more people going to the wreck, you have more people doing things, going to this, going to the cinema. So what you'll then have is Brixton as a thriving place. You should then have 
some of the business who come they they have a uh, a CSR they've got you know some kind of social responsibility so they will take on young apprentices they'll take on local people and train them so I would I would expect that in 10 years time you're going to find new and different types of industries micro industries as well as large retail industries developing and growing in Brixton it's really exciting, isn't it? Very exciting. Because suddenly, suddenly friction's just gone boom. It's, it's 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 gone boom because the transportation links are so good. You know, you you can get a bus into the city without any effort. You get a you train get into one five nine to the West End. There you go. You got the the two. You got the three. You got all of them going in without any effort. So you know, and and suddenly people realise that why are we going that way when we can come the other way? So you know, you get new big firms coming in like Squires and Partners with two hundred staff. You get, so every day there are new firms coming in, and and people are realising that you know, living and working just outside of Central London is as good as or even better than being in in the hubbub of the city. I reckon. I reckon <laughs> you're right. Now, do you have a final message for anyone? Would you like to clear anything up? I mean, I, you know, is there anything that you've heard that you think, no, that's not strictly true, you know, about Brixton, maybe regeneration and people coming in? Because there's still a vibrant community. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 um, the emphasis for us is on businesses. And, and what we always say to business... People pay their business rates, but and you'll see, I refer again to the articles in the Bugle all the time, what we try to encourage people to do, those who pay business rates, they should always check to see if they can get business rate relief, because sometimes you're paying more than you have to. So it is your duty on yourself and your business to check just to make sure that you can get a, you're eligible for business rate relief. Because if you don't check, nobody's going to tell you that you are. So you, I think the first thing you've got to do is make sure whatever relief you can get, you you get. Yeah, because things are, you know, wages are going up, the cost of living is going up, the cost of services are going up. So wherever you can get relief. So we encourage people, we encourage business to do that. Some of the other things that we do for business is that for the levy that they pay, we provide a um, business with free training. So we provide free health and safety training, free hygiene training, free um, food hygiene and, and personal licensing training, fire warding training. And all these are things that we offer back to business for the levy that they pay. Thank you very much. I think that's cleared it up. Was Can I ask good? you just one thing, just in case I, I, I may not use it? Um, the new uh, firm that are taking over the market, don't know much about them yet. Okay. Do you expect to... They want a conversation. Like, yeah. We see this on the front page. I know they spoke to Ellen yeah. this week. They want a conversation with the uh, community. And uh, so I'm assuming they're going to want to talk to you as well. Yeah, we have... Like, there are at least 104 shops in the market. So what we would expect is that... Yeah, we, we would expect to have a conversation with them because we provide services to those businesses. So definitely, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Brilliant. Yep. Well, listen, thanks so much for chatting to me. Pleasure. <laughs> and sorry to have kept you waiting. That's all right, I'm going to leave that bit in. <laughs> <laughs> he was late. <laughs>